government fears the people, there is liberty and we are going to get our liberty back. The power of one can lead to the power of many. God bless you, God bless the state of Michigan, and God bless the United States. Good afternoon, my fellow Michiganders. Good afternoon, my fellow American. Just a real quick live today. I'm sorry I was a little late today. I'm seven minutes late, and I apologize because I told you all that I was going to be on at noon. But uh, obviously, my mouth has been around open fire hydrant. I'm trying to get a lot of stuff done and trying to suck it all in. So let's um, get some house cleaning out of the way right now is in the description of this video. I have the link that I'm going to talk about today. Also, the link that you can go to with our pilgrimage up to Freedom, up to Marquette, Michigan. Um, that's going to start on Friday, and we're going to end up in Marquette um, Saturday morning at 10 a.m. at the uh, Second Amendment um, rally up there. And so in that link, there is going to be a description of our uh, stops. So if you're in the area, we're going to be stopping in Grand Rapids, Ellsworth, uh, Mackinac City, and then we're ending on Saturday morning um, up in Mackinac. So in the description of this video, you can click on it. And then you can actually RSVP. It's a great opportunity to come out, answer. Um, I'll answer any questions that you have. Uh, and then we just get to mingle, which is the great part about um, this journey that I'm on is I get to meet all of you. And I love nothing more than to hear people's stories um, because you all continue to inspire me. It's not the other way around. And so we are going to stop tomorrow, or excuse me, a Friday morning. 9 a.m. is going to be our first stop at Vans Pastry Shop in Grand Rapids. Um, we're going to be there for about an hour, and then we're going to travel up to Ellsworth on um, the Frisky's Farm Market, and we're going to be there from 2 to 3, and then we're going to Mackinac City at BC Pizza, and we're going to be there at 5.30, and then uh, we're going to go to sleep, and then we're going to wake up and end up in Marquette that morning for that great pro-Second Amendment rally, which I am very fired up to see my Upers. And so I wanted to make sure that my first rally after I announced was in the UP, and we got it done. So I'm very, very excited about that. So before I get into Governor Whitmer's email, which this is going to be the part of the job that I enjoy the most, is watching how they attack. Not me, folks. I am just an expression of all of you. They are attacking you. I'm just a guy standing in the way. But before we get into that beauty, um, because I think, quite frankly, that five days after we announce and they're already attacking us and we have 551 more days, I'll take that as a badge of honor. OK, um, so what I want to talk about today is states that are recovering the quickest from COVID-19. So in the description of this video is the link to this article. And lo and behold, the state that is doing the worst in the entire nation. In the entire nation is guess who? Us, the state of Michigan. Weird. So the state that had the most severe lockdowns, the state that had the most draconian measures, the state where they took away your constitutional freedom, sacred values, and citizens' rights, the state where 35,000 businesses have shut down, over 6,000 restaurants, small restaurants that have shut down, and taken away um, children and young adults, their experiences in high school, middle school, and elementary school, their opportunities, diminishing them and diminishing their dreams. Um, in the state that, that you put curfews on at the end of November and shut down the restaurants again, it just goes on and on. Canceling Thanksgiving, canceling Christmas. We can continue to beat the dead horse with everything that she has done to us, um, along with coming out and flat out lying and saying that she didn't go anywhere. Then lo and behold, that she went down to see her dad in Miami. And I read an article the other day that they saw that her dad was driving around Lansing. 
haven't confirmed that or not, but that was an article that was written. Who knows if it's true or not? Who knows if anything that this governor says anymore is true because the problem with somebody that lies, that who's a compulsive liar, that goes off a political narrative and agenda, you can't really trust them, right? When people start lying about things and then lying about their lying, uh, that's a trust issue. And you know what? That, that just shows pure character to me. But that's why I built trust with all of you over the past year. I will always do what's right and be transparent and tell you the truth. So this is why we're bringing you this research today, which you're not going to see a lot in corporate media because it doesn't go along with their narrative. Excuse me. So and how they broke this down is we are last, unfortunately, in the recovery of COVID. OK, and what they did is they took the highest share of population, um, fully vaccinated, lowest share of po uh, population, fully vaccinated, highest share of vaccine supply use, lowest share of vaccine supply use, lowest death rate, highest death rate, lowest hospital rate, highest hospital rate. Lowest share of hospitals with staff shortages, highest share of hospitals with staff shortages, lowest share of hospitals with supply shortages, highest share of hospitals with supply shortages, excuse me, highest average daily restaurant visits, lowest average daily restaurant visits, highest real GDP versus pre-COVID levels, lowest real GDP versus pre-COVID levels, lowest unemployment rate, pre-COVID, highest unemployment rate, pre-COVID Highest change in total weekly job postings, lowest change in total weekly job postings, highest change in total weekly consumer spending, lowest change in total weekly consumer spending, are spending highest real estate active listings versus pre-COVID levels and lowest real estate active listings versus pre-COVID levels. So that was all their criteria. Again, I just wanted to give that all so it's not like, oh, that's just an opinion. No, they took all this criteria and they did the data, the true science and data, not the political science that our governor uses, just true science and data. And lo and behold, Michigan is last. And so I've said this time and time again, lockdowns are going to do more harm than good. Um, I predicted the mental health crisis that we are all in. I predicted what was going to happen to our children. And as a leader, you have to do what's right for the good as a whole. And you have to make hard decisions. That's why every elected official in the beginning, you get to get out of jail free card with this COVID pandemic because we didn't know if they had teeth or not. But as the science and data started to come in, results started to come in, we found out that we weren't overwhelming the hospital systems. Why did you continue to lock down? Why do you continue to do the definition of insanity, which is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting the result, different result? Why do you continue to switch your narrative? Why do you continue to move the goalpost, right? Because again, it was about hospital data, or excuse me, don't overwhelm the hospital system, cases and deaths, cases and deaths. Then it switched into cases, cases, cases. Then the flu season. Then I was going to eradicate the virus. And then we're not going to open up until 70% of Michiganders are vaccinated, right? So it just continues to move the goalposts. Will she reach that goal? I don't know. No talk about how to strengthen your body. No talk about the immune system. No talk in the beginning about therapeutics, which President Trump did um, around May and June. I mean, she just started talking about therapeutics several weeks ago. Why wasn't she talking about that in the beginning? Mandating things that shouldn't have been mandated because the research is proving that mask mandates versus states who don't have any mask mandates. There's no difference in spread of COVID. So why do you continue to hammer down? And lo and behold, now the health department is hammering down toward two to four year old children who are now masking up eight hours a day, which I took a stance on this and I continue will take a stand on this because these kids can't stand up for themselves. So I will stand up for them. You never, ever, ever mask up babies. You never, ever mask up healthy people, especially healthy children. I will take that stand and I do not care. I will continue to say it because I know the research that will come out to prove everything that I've been saying in the past have been proven right. And this will also be proven right. You never, ever mask up healthy babies and children. 
That's where it's just unbelievable that she won't let up on this garbage narrative. And we're doing the worst. We're doing the worst in recovery of COVID. And so I don't know even where our state's going to be here in a year, folks. And so we're going to have to adapt, improvise and overcome all these obstacles because she is trashing our state, trashing the mental health crisis, trashing our children um, into the ground right now. So we're going to have to deal with it. But we, the people, will have our voice be heard on 554 or 551 more days. So let's get to the email. Five days into the campaign, they are already attacking all of you because, again, I'm just an expression. So she sent out this email. We just got a new opponent in the race for the governorship. Garrett Soldado gained attention online by doubting the COVID-19 science and ignoring Governor Whitmer's life-saving coronavirus measures. And now he's running for governor. <laughs> Whitmer's life-saving coronavirus measures. It, that I don't know of anything about the nursing homes that she was putting COVID-infected people in there. But I guess in their perception, it was life-saving. To me, it was detrimental to that population. But we'll allow the research and the data come out there in time, which hoping it does get released. Um, but ignoring the, the COVID science. So if we're going to talk about real science and data, Governor, and not about political science, which you are still utilizing to push your political narrative and your agenda, because it's rules for thee, not for me, right? But if you look at the true science of what's going on, why are you still having mandates? Because now we're having everybody down south. And let's talk about science. Let's talk about common sense. Everybody down south, we got Florida, we got Texas holding big, big sporting events where there's 40,000 people crammed. A lot of people aren't wearing a mask. We got down the UFC, nobody was wearing a mask in a crowd. I hardly heard, saw anybody. 15,000 people. Um, Florida's economy is rolling. Florida's safe. Um, you actually flew down there to see your dad in Miami. So, um, again, do as I say, not as I do. Rules for thee, not for me. But if anybody's not following the science, I think the gig is up. And we, the people, are starting to realize that you're not following any of the science. And I will continue to expose that because it's really easy for me now because all the other states are opened up and they're doing better. And then the research is proving that. So we'll allow you to continue to lie, to continue to roll with this narrative. And I will continue to just tell the movement of the date, accurate, and truthful information. Always do rule number one. Always do what's right. Be transparent. Tell the truth. That's it. That's all we should expect from every single elected leader, folks. We know that we have to take any opponent seriously because after Trump, Anyone can be propelled to victory by running a misinformation campaign online like Saldano has been doing. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. A misinformation campaign. Everything that I've ever stated, I've always, always backed by medical and scientific research. You guys know that. So much, in fact, I had to be careful on posting a lot of stuff because Facebook was trying to censor me and not allow me to get the truth to you. So that's why I was always doing keywords and people still are saying, well, he doesn't take it serious because he was calling mask face diapers and he was calling the injection a smoothie. Well, those of you who've been with me ever since the beginning know that I couldn't say those things because if I did, Facebook would clip me, throw me in Facebook jail, and it would disconnect me from our movement. So I had to come up with these keywords that would trip, not trip Facebook's algorithms. And I just saw today that on my public figure page, I got some alert that I, I can't post anymore for a while. Um, because I exceeded my posting allotment for the day. And I've only posted like five things over there. So I don't know. Is that a coincidence? I have no idea. However, by running a misinformation campaign. Interesting. Um, no, I haven't. And I refuse to do misinformation because I think we, the people, deserve 
the right information and we the people deserve to ask questions and we the people deserve to have the information so we can have empowered, educated decisions on how we want to deal with this and how we want to parent our kids. The government has no right to tell us what to put on our children, what to inject into our children. That is why I'm pro-medical choice. So they can run with this misinformation campaign. Um, it is comical. We need you to stand with us now and defend the governorship from far-right extremists like Soldano and anyone else who jumps in the race. Can we count on you to chip $5 right now? Far-right extremists. This is the garbage they're going to push. So I, I think it's an honor to put me and compare me um, because after Trump, right, they're saying I'm just like President Trump. Okay. So if I'm just like President Trump, then I'm going to do exactly what President Trump did on how to run a state. And guess how I'm going to run a state? How to run a business. And that's why I love when business people run for office, because they are going to look at things and not base their decision making off a political narrative. They are going to base it off fact and how to run a business because the state and the country, it's a big business. And so for them to even compare me to President Trump, that's an honor because I am a fan of President Trump. I back him. He is still my president. Um, the, the, the amount of stuff that he did in his presidency, holy cow, imagine if we would have just got another four years with the guy. He was one of the few politicians who actually not only talked to talk and he walked to walk. Everything that he said he was going to do, he, he did almost 100%, right? So to compare me to him, honor, totally honor. However, to compare me to a far-right extremist, that's interesting, because that's what they want to do is they, they want to categorize me as an extremist. Well, the only thing that I am truly, I guess, extremist on is an extremist for freedom. That's it, because I'm very passionate about people's freedoms. That's why we live in this beautiful country. And you guys have been with me ever since April 9th of last year. What have I preached and continue to preach? We are a nonviolent, positive movement. Interesting that they're going to lump that verbiage into a, a far right extremist. So, folks, more of these are going to come, and I will continue to get on here and talk about them, because guess what? I have nothing to hide. But one day, the governor, she will have to debate me. She will. And guess who's going to hold her accountable? Because the corporate media will not be there to protect her. They will not be there to interrupt, because I will ask the tough questions, and I will hold her accountable for all the decision-making that she has done unilaterally over this past year. Because at that time, there will be a lot of research and science and data to support everything that we have known all along. And that's when it's accountability time for her. And I'm looking forward to that day for that to happen. Trust me, because I have all of it in my mind for it to be expressed out in a positive, nonviolent way. And she will be held accountable on that debate stage. And I'm looking forward to hearing her answers to some of my questions. So we'll see. Let go. Let God, folks. What you're going to get with me is a candidate who's going to outwork everybody. And I'm going to go all out with all of you. And so you go all out with me and we're going to get it done. And for all of you out there, my grassroots warriors, you guys are hammering it down and getting it done. You're liking your comment. You're sharing. We're getting the messaging out, folks. We're going national with it, which is fantastic. And it's because all of you, because I continue to need all of your help. I truly do. I need your backing. I need you to share stuff. I need you to get the messaging out because that is what a movement is about. And we're going to continue to build on it because we are not going to let off the gas pedal, folks. We are going to continue to hammer it down from here on out. 
So if you'd like to donate to our campaign, go to GarrettForMichigan.com. Donate any amount that you would like. There's also an option for you to become a monthly member. There is perks for each level of monthly membership in our campaign. But this is your campaign. This is not mine. This is not Garrett running for governor. You all are running for governor. This is your campaign. And that's why I'll continue to be transparent and update you throughout this entire campaign, because all I am is an expression of all of you. And we, the people, are going to continue to be that beacon of light, that beacon of hope. And we will continue to be that lantern in the darkness of today's challenges. And we are going to get it done. 551 days, folks. And our voices will be heard. So have a great day. I hope to see a lot of you on Friday up to our pilgrimage to freedom up to Marquette. But until next time, have a phenomenal day. Have a great day. Enjoy that email that I just uh, read off because I know that I will. So God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. I will talk to you all soon.